0: When I'm re-elected, the best is yet to come.
1: downs in political history. Just have fun. Keep
2: fighting, fight God wins. We love real American boys! The uh, Washington Post reported last week that homeless shelters in D.C. were filling up um, and groups are getting overwhelmed by these buses that the governors of Texas and, and Arizona are sending here, full of migrants. How significant is this influx? How many people? Well, this is a very significant issue.
1: Um, we have. For sure, called on the federal government uh, to work across state lines to prevent um, people from really being tricked uh, into getting on buses. Uh, We we think they're largely asylum seekers uh, who are going to final destinations that are not Washington, D.C. I worked uh, with the White House to make sure that FEMA provided a grant to a local organization um, that is providing services to folks, Um, but I fear that they're being uh, tricked into nationwide um, bus trips when their final destinations are places all over the United States of America. Oh, what's the matter, Mayor Miriam Bowser of Washington, D.C.? You don't like that, huh? You don't like that, Miriam Bowser? You don't like that when uh, illegals are overrunning your system and there's not enough homeless shelters nor resources To deal with all of it, the influx, what's the matter? Isn't it odd that uh, that, that you expect everybody else in every other state to deal with this, but not Washington, D.C.? She doesn't like it, folks. That is Mayor Miriam Bowser of Washington, D.C. Very upset, it seems like, that Governor Greg Abbott and other governors like Doug Ducey in Arizona as worthless as he is, <clears throat> are sending illegal uh, aliens to Washington, D.C. and the homeless shelters, the food shelters, and every, pl- and every place that would be able to facilitate um, people that, are, that, that need help. They can't do it. They can't do it in Washington, D.C. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Now, I am not for these governors sending these illegal aliens throughout the United States of America. Let's just be clear. Let's just be clear on that. They should be sending them right back where they came from and completely, completely ignoring Joe Biden and the Justice Department. What are they going to do? Come and arrest you all? I don't think so. They're cowards. So Abbott, Ducey, stop sending them into the United States interior and send them out. However, if you are going to send them out of your state and for whatever reason you don't have the courage or the spine to send them out of the United States, and sending them to Washington, D.C., I guess, is the next best bet. But look at that. Mayor Miriam Bowser upset that all of these illegal aliens are causing too, much, uh, too many problems in her, in her city. Well, how about that? Maybe you should, uh, maybe you should pick out a street like you did with, for the BLM and, 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 and paint uh, Illegal Lives Matter. Or how about uh, Our City Matters. Don't send them here. That'll be a good message for us Republicans going into 2022. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you very much for being here today. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die Granite state of New Hampshire. And it is a pleasure and an honor to be here with you. I know some people are saying they're experiencing some... uh, some um, some some freezing, uh, and I'm gonna ask Eli if he can turn off any uh, devices out there um, that might be sucking up some some internet, like any TV devices out there or anything. That way we can make sure that it's not on our end. Okay, we need to make sure that uh, we're giving you a good feed. So I apologize for that, Eli. If you want to make sure the TV is off out there, that would uh, that would be a big help. All right, we got other big news, folks. Disney has lost one. 150 billion dollars of net worth since grooming and going broke well they've been grooming but since doing it on such a public massive level uh disney has lost 150 billion dollars of worth and that ladies and gentlemen is a good example of go woke go broke amen so i wanted to make sure i got that out there this morning as well and uh also folks lfa tv let me explain what this actually is. A lot of people think that we are bringing on people to, uh, to Live from America as co-hosts. That's not what we're doing. Live from America is not only the name of my show, but it's also going to be the name of the network. Because we have people from all over the country reporting on what's going on. LFA Network. LFA TV. So there will be my show at 11, like you guys are used to. My show again at 5, like you guys are used to. But in the middle, in between all those, and even before the 11 o'clock show, there will be other show hosts that have their own shows here on the Live from America network. So not only are we a show, but we're going into a full-fledged network, and there will be six to eight hours of programming every single day here on this network, right here on the same platforms that you're used to following, okay? Same platforms you're used to following, Roku, Firestick, Getter, and Rumble, all right? Just wanted to kind of give you that update. And by the way, we are now 700 people away. Only 700, folks, from uh, from having 30,000 on Rumble. So if you guys could help get that out there. And if you've not built a profile yet on Rumble, please do so. Build the profile on there so that you can follow the page. Amen? All right, let's get to the verse of the day. It's Monday, folks. It's a great Monday. You know how we feel about Mondays. And I want to start it off with a bang today. So uh, for anybody out there experiencing any technical difficulties like freezing or anything, I apologize. Uh, But we're just going to push forward with the show. I titled the show, uh, the uh, morning newsletter, Few in Numbers, but Full in Faith. Few in Numbers and Full in Faith. Verse of the day comes from 1 Chronicles 16, 19 through 23. Again, 1 Chronicles 16, 19 through 23. When they were f- uh, but few in number, few indeed, and strangers in it, they wandered from nation to nation, from kingdom to another, from one kingdom to another. He allowed no one to oppress them. For their sake, he rebuked kings. Do not touch my anointed ones, do my prophets no harm, and sing to the Lord, all the earth proclaim. His salvation day after day. Now, you know that I see, uh, when you see the word or the command, seek the Lord in the Bible so many times, actually, there's, there's a reason for that. Just like the God tells you in the Bible, do not fear. The words seek the Lord in the Bible appear many, many times. So what is the definition of seek? Well, it's an attempt to find something. Also, an attempt to desire or to obtain or to achieve something. So God wants us to find him. Well, how? If he isn't the one who is lost, how are we supposed to find him? Seek the Lord. Well, it's because we are to seek God's grace. We are to seek his goodness. We are to seek his commandments. We are to seek because we have to put an effort in meeting him halfway. When we, are, when we were canceled as a show on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, PayPal, and more. The devil did his best to erase God's chosen. And why do I call us God's chosen? Well, not because we're any special than any other children of God. But if you are a child of God, then you are definitely chosen by God. Amen? This is exactly what we were and still are. And the reason I know this to be true is just by looking at our success in the midst of total destruction. That That should have been the end of life from America right then and there. At that time, there was nowhere else to go that people knew about. Of course, there was Gab and MeWe and a few others, but they couldn't do what we needed them to do. We were lost roaming around from kingdom platform to kingdom, nation to nation, strangers to the land. But God not only kept us safe from the harm on places like Rumble and Getter, but he also weeded out the people that were not contributing to giving all glory and thanks to the Lord. It is all his glory, not mine, not yours. But you obeyed and kept the faith, full in faith. Those who stayed with me are known as the few in this explanation that will eventually see Live from America change the entire media world. A lot of people will say, well, you can't just cherry pick verses from the Bible and compare them to what's happening to you. You know what I say to that? Depart from me, evil one. You have no power or influence here. That is exactly what we're supposed to do. God tells us that himself. That is why the Bible is an instruction booklet that guides you through all of life's ups and downs um, and tells you exactly what's going on and how to deal with it. The more we seek God and his love, the more we will be able to see what is coming next and deal with it, having God in our corner rather than alone. Remember, folks, few in numbers, Full in faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. And remember, folks. Remember those days. Remember the days of searching for life from America. Remember the days of us searching for a platform where we could still do the show. But few in numbers, full in faith, got us from one show to the next. And now look what's happening. We're coming into a full-fledged network. It's amazing stuff. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven... It truly is a remarkable thing to see, folks. A lot of people are saying frozen, frozen, frozen. I'm going to try to get rid of some of these. Uh, I'm going to try to get rid of some of the stuff that we are, are doing on my end. Maybe we're just using too much, entirely too much of the Internet. That could be the pos- a possibility. So let me, just, uh, let, me, let me get rid of some of the things that we're using here that we don't need. And uh, it could be on my end. It might not be on, on Rumble's end or or your end. It might be on my end. So let me just get rid of a few things here. Give me a couple seconds. Some of this stuff is running a lot of memory, and I want to make sure that we're not overutilizing what we have here. Just give me a second. That might help right there. That may help. If you guys continue to experience freezing, let me know. There's really not much I can do outside of continuing the show, so uh, I'm just going to keep going. Uh, Put your cups up, folks, and let's have our first slurp of the day, shall we? Roku Fire Stick is working great. Getter is working great. Can I help you, Eli? No, no. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. We're just dealing with a little bit of technical difficulty on my end, and I want to make sure that we continue uh, the feed without having any problems. I don't know what it is. It looks like we're using entirely too much juice on this end, maybe to, maybe to, to, to bring you some of the stories today. Um, but whether it's, got, whether it's doing it or not, we just got to keep going. All right, here we go. <clears throat> they cannot cheat again unless we let them. They cannot cheat again unless we let them. Now, what does that mean? Well, they cheated by using COVID and doing mail-in ballots. Okay, we know the mail in ballots, the ballot harvesting, the illegal 2,000 mule stuff that we exposed. That's the way they cheated. That's the way they stole the election. They didn't steal through the show or through, the, uh, through the, uh, the, the, the Dominion machines, although that assisted, definitely assisted in getting them to where they needed to go. It did not steal the election. Let's call a spade a spade. The election stolen was from the mail in ballots. How did they use uh, so many mail in ballots? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it was very simple because they had COVID. COVID was their excuse for everything, and now that we know COVID is a joke, and now that we know that red states are not going to fall for COVID again, and they're not going to mask up again, the only thing that we have to do, folks, is worry about them trying to implement another pandemic to shut us all down again, and the only way they shut you down is if your state allows it. That's it. So they have to come up with a new pandemic because variants aren't working anymore, and that new pandemic, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be monkeypox. Now, You and I know, and they told us, that the only way you could really spread monkeypox is through, you know, sexual activity. We'll call it that. Sexual activity. But ladies and gentlemen, they're going to redefine what monkeypox is. They're going to say, well, we know more than we knew months ago. This is why they started planting the seeds of monkeypox months ago, so that they could say, okay, we got a handle on it. We got a handle on it. It's just through sex, sexual activity. But then, ladies and gentlemen, you start digging a little deeper. And I reported for you a couple weeks ago, maybe about three weeks ago now, that the United States government bought up thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of monkeypox vaccine. you got to ask yourself why. Why would so much monkeypox vaccine need to be bought and distributed if everything is fine, if you can only get it like HIV? Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, we find out this weekend that the epicenter for a monkeypox outbreak is, guess where? None other than New York City. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, none other than New York City. 30% of all U.S. cases are in New York City. The NYC Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, recently released data on the rising cases of monkeypox in the Big Apple, where cases have more than doubled in the past week. The outbreak in NYC accounts for thirty percent of all cases in the country, according to Breitbart, Breitbart, excuse me, citing the information from the New York Health Department. Quote There are now four hundred and eighty nine cases of monkeypox in the city, which is more than thirty percent of the recorded cases of monkeypox per the CDC. The, uh, New York City is the epicenter of the monkeypox outbreak in the U.S., and yet does not have sufficient vaccine supply to reach the number of people who need to protect themselves. I find that odd, don't you? Don't you find that odd, considering the fact that they're ramping up the manufacturing of monkeypox vaccines and ramping up the, the, uh, the government purchasing monkeypox vaccines? Folks, the only way they can steal the election is through pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. Why? Because pandemics, outside, outside of actu- uh, an actual country invading us, pandemics are how they declare states of emergency. And when you can declare state of emergency, you give yourself mult- ultimate power. And when you can give yourself ultimate power without going through Congress— you can pretty much implement whatever it is that you want. Uh give me a, let me take a quick break here for a second. I want to just check out something here. I might need to lower some um some bitrate stuff so that you guys are not so that we're maybe lower the quality of the out rate of the bitrate going out so that we don't um uh, so that we're not experiencing all this freezing. Again, folks, I don't know what the problem is today. We seem to be overloaded. That's the that's the um uh, that is the the freezing problem. It's not on your end. It's on ours. We'll try to fix fix that. But again, folks, they're going to change the very definition of how you spread monkeypox. And they're going to say that it is a pandemic and an outbreak. We're so sick of this crap, but here's what you got to do. We're ahead of it. We're proactive now. And instead of being reactive, we can get ahead of this crap and call it what it is. So let's get ahead of it. Let's not shut them down. Remember, when they can call a state of emergency, they can make you do things. Do not allow your state government to call it a state of emergency. That's what you have to do. Okay? Don't allow it. That's it. All you have to do is not comply. Compliance and control. That's how they steal elections. That's how they steal elections. Do not believe anything that you hear about this monkeypox pox bull crap. Okay? Because it's, it, 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 and let me show you a graph here. This is the, this is the gaslighting. Check out, this, get, check out this graph, and this is from the New, York, the New York Department of Health. This graph shows you monkeypox in all of its cases and who it's attacking. And you see the gaslighting here. You see the graph just blowing up and going through the stratosphere. They're sharing this everywhere, folks. They're sharing this everywhere to start the fear porn, to get people freaking out. So they go, please, please, give me the monkey, packs, my, uh, the monkey pox vaccine. Well, aren't you married? Well, yes, I am. Yes, I, I am. I am married. Well, are, are you having any kind of gay sexual intercourse? No, no, I'm not. Well, then guess what? You should not need it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable how these people are trying to do anything they can. Somebody said to me the other day, don't underestimate Nancy Pelosi. She's got something up her sleeve. I think monkeypox is it. Why? Because the fear porn is coming out left and right. Don't allow. Uh, Don't Do not allow your state to deal do with, deal with this again. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's saying they're experiencing problems on Getter and stuff too. That definitely means it's my end. So I'm going to continue to try to do what I can on our end to make sure that we're pushing out a good feed. It's just we're overloaded. That's all. I apologize. We'll figure it out, and we'll make sure it works. All right. Remember a couple weeks back when I um, reported on Chase Budin, who was the district attorney for San Francisco, being recalled in a citywide vote? And the reason why was basically due to crime and the rampant crime that's going on in the state, uh, city of San Francisco and the human feces and all the homelessness. Well, after he got recalled, a new D.A. came in. And when this new D.A. came in, she immediately fired 15 employees, 15 employees who were basically loyalists to Soros-backed Chesa Budin. And this new woman means business. This is her right here. Her name is Brooke Jenkins. And immediately after being sworn into San Francisco as uh, San Francisco's district attorney, she fired 15 employees, which were all linked and and, and loyalists to Chase Abudin. Chase Abudin, the radical far left DA, was uh, successfully recalled and voted out of office last month. Turns out that even people in the blue San Francisco have their limits when it comes to out of control crime. It's amazing. Just like the very cold open that we showed this morning. Just like the very video of, of Miriam Bowser saying, we have too many illegals coming here. We have too many illegals coming here. Yeah, it's amazing when it happens when it comes to your doorstep, the, uh, the amount of uh, uh, people's minds that change. I want to say thank you for the rumble rants this morning as well. As you guys continue to donate, um, we're going to continue uh, to get equipment here that does, that's not overloaded, okay? San Francisco District Attorney Brooke Jenkins, whom Mayor London Breed swore in eight days prior, issued a statement last Friday ending the week saying she made very difficult but important changes to her management team and staff that will help advance her vision to restore a sense of safety in San Francisco by holding serious and repeat offenders accountable and implementing smart criminal justice reforms. I promised the public that I would restore accountability and consequences to the criminal justice system while advancing smart reforms responsibly. Jenkins said in a statement reported by um, San Francisco gate, my new management team, which will include the addition of three women of color. Oh, well, there we go. Some virtue signaling. With decades of prosecu- prosecutorial experience at the highest levels, will help our, our office deliver on that promise. I have full faith and confidence that these women will promote and protect public safety while delivering justice in its various forms. Now, while I do applaud, while I do applaud DA's uh, DA Brook Jenkins' uh, commitment. Excuse me, commitment to. Uh, uh, to, to getting safety back in the in the city of uh, of San Francisco and by the way there's plenty of people who watch the show from San Francisco that desperately want their streets cleaned up desperately want their streets clean cleaned up so I applaud that I do not applaud the virtue signaling at all I do not applaud the hey we're doing you know we're promoting women of color I don't care what color they are all I care about is that some crime, is, uh, uh, is attended to and people are put behind bars. So let's go to, uh, let's go to this story real quick um, that I'm talking about so you can see it firsthand what they're talking about. Week to shake up the staff in her office. That includes bringing in people who were fired by former DA, Chesa Boudin. She's also purging many of the people Boudin hired when he took office two years ago. San Francisco, San Francisco American District American Attorney, Attorney, Brooke Jenkins, hired four women of color Friday to her top management team. They are Ronnie Singh, a former San Francisco prosecutor, who will head the transition team. And Tiffany Sutton, who will head the juvenile unit. Anna Gonzalez is the new chief assistant DA. She was the former head of the office's gang unit and was fired by former district attorney Chase Boudin. And finally, Nancy Tung will oversee special prosecutions. Tung ran for DA before and was being considered for the job by the mayor. Observers say the hire will likely neutralize tongue as a potential political opponent. She brings
0: her back and hopes she won't run against her and the culture that they together will build will change the office and change how people in San Francisco uh, are treated when they commit crimes.
1: Now, here's what I think. Here's, if you want, you can, you gotta see the forest for the trees, right? A lot of uh, Democrats, including Andrew Cuomo, was pushed out by fellow Democrats, right? And then somebody else was placed in. So you have to ask yourself this. If they are going after crime, perfect. If that's what they succeed at, great. I don't care what they call themselves. I don't care if they're called women of color, men of color. I don't care if they're D's or R's as long as they stop the crime and make the streets safe again. However, I don't think that's happening here. I think the same thing that's happened in New York with Andrew Cuomo is happening here. And that is people that will do the unthinkable are put into position. And they may come in and say, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. But they do end end up doing far worse than their predecessor, just like the unelected loser Kathy Hochul is doing in New York after uh, she took the governor's reins from Andrew Cuomo. So I don't trust these people any further than I can throw Rosie O'Donnell. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep an eye on this because we have a lot of people who watch from the city of San Francisco and we want to make sure that we keep a magnifying glass on that city in that state because I can promise you, before my days are done here at Live From America, California will be a red state again. Before this show is done, before this network goes off the air, whenever it is, five years from now, ten years from now, california we will see a red state just like we saw the overturning of roe v wade in our lifetimes folks by the way we have fixed the problem here on our end there should be no uh freezing moving forward on this show so please if you want to come back to rumble if you went somewhere else trying to avoid the uh the freezing we're all good now everything's green lit we're good to go so moving on ladies and gentlemen from San Francisco, groomers, groomers, groomers. Speaking of San Francisco, speaking of all the, the, uh, the uh, sexual immorality that goes on in San Francisco, uh, speaking of all the losers that do come out of San Francisco, like, the, like uh, Nancy Pelosi in that district, um, groomers. One thing about groomers, ladies and gentlemen, actually two things about groomers. Let me, let me give you two uh, facts about groomers. Number one, they hate, they absolutely hate the label groomer. They hate that label. They hate it with a passion. You can call them pedophile, and it will not have as much effect on them as the word groomer. So one thing you want to continue to do is keep using that word. Groomer, groomer, groomer. They absolutely hate it. Share the video on Rumble if you could. The second thing, that groomer, the facts about groomers that you need to know is that groomers basically are addicted to it like crack. Like Hunter's addicted to crack and videos, uh, video filming himself while he's smoking crack naked. Groomers are addicted to groomers. And one thing a groomer will never do is stop. As a matter of fact, they won't only stop, they will ramp up their grooming. Because it's in their nature. And we need to expose it more now than we ever have in the past. And we've been doing a good job on it, which is why Disney is worth $150 billion less today than they were six months ago. That's you who did that. You did that. Now, the CDC has directed kids to a secretive online chat space to explore sex change operation having multiple genders. This is a cult, ladies and gentlemen. You ever heard the, uh, the word occult? That's these people. They're sick And if nobody else is going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it right here on Live from America. Hit that rumble rumble button, folks. The CDC is hell-bent on grooming, killing and castrating your children. All they care about is changing your child's gender, killing babies in the womb, and sexualizing these children. The federal agency that insists on suffocating children for hours in germ-ridden, sweat-filled masks and injecting them with dangerous experimental vaccines is now promoting an online chat space for teenagers to explore gender dysphoria, sex change operations, LGBTQ activism, uh, polyamorous relationships, and the occult. The chat rooms are called Q Chat Space. Well, isn't that convenient? And they're advertised on the CDC's website and are run in part by Planned Parenthood. I am going to take the link. Eli, if you could do me a big favor, write this down. Eli has a pad out there called the Bipolar Pad. And what that is is while I'm doing my frantic work in here every day and researching and talking to people, I say... Grab this. Do this. Call this person. Now, Eli has a a, has a very structured, well, supposed to be anyway, very structured uh, set of, of, of things he's supposed to do today, his obligations, his duties. But aside from that, he's got his bipolar pad. So when I go bipolar for a minute and I go, squirrel, I got to yell it out to him and he writes it down so we can actually attend to it because we lose so much stuff. So Eli, please, on the bipolar pad, put down there for me after this show is done immediately to grab the link to the CDC's page, where they're doing this and promoting this so people can share this out there and spread the information since every other network is too much of a coward to do it. Thank you. The Q chat space, which describes itself as a professionally facilitated live chat group for LGBTQs teens, is available for bi-pan youth from ages 13 to 19 and encourages teens to hide their chats from their parents. Messages in the chat are even designed to be hidden quickly while the chat room is being used so that if somebody comes over your shoulder and looks down at what you're doing, they will not be able to see it, a lot like Snapchat does. Isn't it weird that they use the, word, the letter Q as a reason, uh, as, a way, as a way for people to find it and get on there? Also, ladies and gentlemen, they're doing this in response to red states not allowing LGBTQ and transgender bullcrap in their school systems. This is how sick they are. Yes, my mind moves very quickly and I have my bipolar pad. Exactly. We're over 4,000 in rumble, folks. Let's keep that going. Conversations on Q Chat Space are premised on mature sexual themes including sex and relationships and having multiple genders and drag culture 101. Let's bring this up on the screen so they can see what I'm looking at here. Check this out. This is what it looks like, folks. And this was posted on their Instagram page. Q Chat Space on Instagram. Find them. Find them and do exactly what I tell you to do with every other person that we need to make sure we expose. And that is this. Light them up. up. Q Chat Space, folks, on Instagram. And you can join their Q Chat Space at QChatspace.org. QChatspace.org. Why don't you guys all join QChatspace.org today? It's the letter Q- chat, and then space.org. Light them scumbags up, shall we? Folks, the reason why this show is so important is because we're not afraid to light people up like this. They start started on Monday, June 13th. Drag Culture 101 was their first thing they did. Sick people, man. Sick people. Check this out. For youth of color, queer youth activism. That was on April 19th, 2022. Have you heard about it anywhere else but here? Pretty bad, isn't it? This has been going on for months and nobody's reported on this? How am I the only one that saw this when it comes to news? Unfriggin' believable. Absolutely unbelievable. Check this out. Here's this. Check this out. This is coming up. For trans non-binary youth gender affirmation surgeries, Friday, July 22nd, after the HRT convention or conversation in June, folks wanted to talk more about gender affirmation and gender confirmation surgeries. Please note there are no medical professionals on this chat, and we cannot give medical advice. That's just a disclaimer to cover their own butts. This is a space for young people to talk about what they know, where they find resources, and what you may or may not be able to be interested in for your transition. Folks, this is Groomer City! Folks, these chat spaces are groomer city. You want a treasure trove of pedophiles? Right there. This should be literally reported to every sheriff, every FBI uh, office in each state. This is a platform for pedophilia. That's what this is called. A platform for pedophilia. Folks, we need to make sure that we are in on these chats right now. Um, Hold on. I have something here for you. I just found this, and I did not see this prior to the show. Bring this up here. Watch this, folks. I did not see this prior to the show, so I don't know what you're about to see. Viewer discretion is advised. look at all of them look at all of the kids and 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 just pedophilia desserts for scumbags to come in here safer space yeah right yeah right the most unsafe space on planet earth for children By the way, folks, this is on YouTube right now. This is allowed on YouTube, but I'm not. Mention Trump's name on YouTube and you're out of there. This is okay. Man, I wish we had 20,000 people in here watching this feed right now. Force multipliers, it's up to you. You got to share these videos in your chats, not your pages, your chats. So this is on YouTube. If you want to report it, it has just shy of 10,000 views and it's called Q chat space live discussion. Look at this weird crap. All right. All right. All right. I've had enough of that. I've had enough of that. Let's get this. I don't even want it on my computer. I don't even want this pedophile stuff on my computer. Let's get it out of there. So there you go, folks. There you go. Exposing more of the war on our children. Right here on Live from America. And the CDC is pushing this. The CDC is pushing this garbage. We'll also make this a, uh, an LFA cl- short clip for all of you guys as well. Now. I did co- come across something, speaking of groomers, I did come across something that I did like. And this was a, uh, an unpopular lesbian out there who did a video on TikTok absolutely, absolutely div- uh, disavowing the groomer pedophilia uh, nature that we find ourselves in today. Uh, check this out. This was a great video by her.
2: Popular opinion? I'll ever do. I hope you guys duet and stitch and save or whatever you need to do to this because it's going to get down fast. If I would have understood when I was younger that fighting for my rights as a lesbian would mean allowing children to drag shows, attaching child molesters, to our community and allowing children to change their sex before they even know what their favorite color is. I would have never done it. Never.
1: Now that's what I like. I love people in the LGBTQ community who speak out against the pushing on of of it on our children. Folks, I am not here. If you think that I get mad to speak about the lesbian, gay, bi, trans community, I don't. I don't. I'm not mad at anybody who wants to have sex with whoever they want to have sex with. That is none of my business. I don't even get mad when I see an LGBTQ flag. Don't get mad at all. Not at all. I do get mad at the trans stuff. No, I'm not going to lie. The trans stuff is sick in the head stuff. But lesbian, gay, bi, hey, that is your own stuff that you're going to have to deal with with God. Nothing to do with me. And it doesn't make me a better person than you for having sex with a female because I'm a male. It doesn't make me better than you. So I want to just lay that out there right now. And all my gay friends that know what I do and know how strongly I feel about this pushing on our young kids, they feel the same way I do. They feel the same way I do. They maybe feel a little bit more inclusive on the trans stuff than me. I'm very against trans stuff. That to me is a mental disorder and some, that's some serious, serious wrong stuff right there. But pushing it on our children, that is where you see me lose my mind. Seeing the churches put up the LGBTQ trans flag on their churches, that virtue signaling, that is when you see me lose my mind. Not about their lifestyle that these people choose to have and not about the fact that they're proud to do it. I could care less. I'm not even mad at them. I'm not even, there's nothing about me that gets mad or disgusted by their desire to live that lifestyle. My whole thing is about pushing it onto children and pushing it onto society and calling them phobic for not wanting to live that way. That is my, tyranny, pushing it onto somebody else. That is my whole thing. The only thing the only thing that I feel that you, that, that I think that you should be able to push on somebody is the gospel. Push on the gospel because that is the only message in the world that really matters. Uh, Salty Deb says, Salty Cracker feels the same way as you do. Salty Cracker is actually one of the largest viewed people on Rumble. He gets twenty and 30,000 people watching him on Rumble, says the same thing I do, just says it in a way I used to with swear words and everybody loves it. He gets 30,000 people watching him on Rumble. Good for him. God bless that guy. I think he's great. I think he's great. He just delivers it in a different way than I do. But he does feel the same way I do, yes. All right, moving on, folks, because there's a lot to go through in the next 20 minutes, and we're probably going to go over. If you haven't shared the video or rumbled or liked it yet, please do so. Big shout-out to everybody over there watching on Getter. We've got about 2,300 views over there. I appreciate you guys, all of you, and Roku and Stick as well. Love you guys. Now, big, big, big news. As if that wasn't big, this is even bigger. Is as, as if what I just reported on with the whole safe chat and the CDC and the transgender uh, stuff, if that wasn't uh, big news, well, folks, I don't know what to tell you, but this is even bigger. This is even bigger. I've been reporting on this and so many other shows have as well about the farmers, the Dutch farmers and the Netherlands farmers be, having their land taken from them and I've said it's because to achieve the new world order. And I got a, a lot of pushback from that, believe it or not. Oh, you, you, uh, you uh, tinfoil hat wearing Alex Jones. I said, then why is it happening? I'll, I, I've had discussions with people who don't believe that this is the beginning of the control of the food na- uh, worldwide so they control the population. Oh, you're so stupid. I said, okay, then why are they taking the land? What do you mean? Why are the fa- farmers fighting for their land? Well, they're not fighting for their land. Yes, they are. Have you not seen the videos? Have you not seen the reports? Have you not seen the interviews? Of course they're fighting for their land. Fighting for it from whom? Who is the risk here? Who Who is the culprit here who's trying to take their land? Well, ladies and gentlemen, one thing I love to say is Trump was right. One thing that scares me to say is that we were right here on live from America because the people who want to swoop in and take the land from the Dutch farmers and the Netherlands farmers is the WEF, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. The WEF has vowed to buy up all the Dutch farmland and all the Netherlands farmland and has revealed their plans to buy up every single bit of it and own it all and run the food. Prime Minister Mark Root, R-U-T-T-E, is one of the WAEF's youngest globalist leaders and has vowed to usher in the Great Reset. The WEF Great Reset global leaders are rushing to implement their sinister agenda because the plan is to have everything in place by 2030. You guys have wondered why everything seems to be happening so fast. It's the 2030 project, folks. Independent Sentinel.com reported the elite, quote, see a future for us where we are completely dependent on the state. They own your land. You eat bugs. You own nothing, and you'll be happy about it. And you'll say, thank you, may I have another? They want the Dutch dependent, and this is their start of their plan. They also plan to use some of the lands for asylum seekers. They push to open borders, and they push to continue their agenda of the 2030 plan, which is new world order. The WEF is the culprit behind the Dutch losing their farmland, They're going to buy it all up. They're going to own it all. And this is the beginning of owning and operating the world's food to control you. Energy and food. And they're doing them both at the same time. And they're doing them very fast. And now you know why they want President Trump dead. Folks, I could not stress this enough. Please, please, please listen to me. You need to go more local with your food, your vegetables, your fruits, your meat, you need to start eating things that are better for you now. I would not tell you this unless I was doing the same thing. You need to eat natural vegetables. You need to eat natural fruits. You need to eat natural foods. And you need to get your stuff locally. Why? Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's a very, there's a very big reason why. And it isn't just this, but I have to tell you, how many, people have you, how many of you like Skittles? Is Skittles always been a fun candy for you? I don't eat candy. But all of you out there who eat Skittles, let me just tell you this. A lawsuit now has alleged that Skittles is very unsafe for human consumption. And this comes one week after we found out that every weed killer out there that used Roundup has literally given everybody that ate food that, was killed, that, was used, that Roundup was used on is dying of cancer. And 80% of the people had uh, Roundup in their urine. You want to know why the United States of America is dying of cancer like crazy? You want to know why we're obese? It's because they got you dependent, all of us, not just you, me too. They got you dependent on the food that is filled with preservatives, filled with extracts, filled with fake stuff, put in the market, put in the supermarkets, all the marketing campaigns, all the advertisement, yum, yay. Then they go woke, then they go broke, but it doesn't matter, you already have cancer they've been giving us cancer for decades. Let me tell you about this lawsuit, and then we'll just touch back on the AWEF. A California man is suing the candy maker, Mars, alleging Skittles contains a known toxin, making the popular candy unfit, unfit for human consumption. Not just bad for you, unfit. On Thursday, San Leandro resident, Janiel Thames filed a lawsuit seeking class action status in U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California. Attorneys for Thames said Skittles were unsafe for human consumption because they contain heightened levels of titanium dioxide. Mars uses titanium dioxide to produce Skittle rainbow uh, Skittles rainbow of artificial colors. In 2016, the Mars publicly stated its intention to remove additive, excuse me, remove additive from its products. However. The Thursday complaint noted it is still using the products in Skittles today. And, folks, it's very true. If you go to the lawsuit and you get into the FDA's code of regulations and federal regulations and all the ingredients that Skittles is using, they are truly, truly putting titanium dioxide in their food. Lucky Charms. It's another one. Folks, how much food have we been eating for decades? We're all dead. You're, you're dead already. I'm dead already. There's nothing we can do for ourselves, but we can do it for our children. Stop giving your children this crap now. You want to see a long life of your children? Then, then do it exactly what I said. As much as it hurts you, as much as it pains you, you can get snacks, you can get sweets, you can get all that locally sourced, Stop buying these big brand name stuff. They're only out there to get money from you and kill you. Now, this is something we've known for a long time, but when you start seeing all of the lawsuits, when you start seeing that 80% of the people uh, that had cancer had, had Roundup in their, in their urine, and you start seeing the WEF and all these global ma- names like Bill Gates buying all the farmland, what other explanation is there, folks? Control the food. Give you the stuff that kills you. It's scary stuff. And here's the other thing. Did anybody watch the new Jurassic Park movie, Dominion? We just watched it last night. Do you know what the main theme of that movie is? For anybody out there who likes the Jurassic Park movies or Chris Pratt's movies, I love Chris Pratt. I think he's a great outspoken Christian. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I will give you the main theme of the villain of the movie, what they're trying to stop, is one company owning the entire world's food um, manufacturing and all the farmland and literally killing off billions and controlling the world's food uh, processing. That's the main theme of the movie. And it was scary to watch it and it's even scarier to read about it in real life. Like I said, it sucks when you were right the whole time. It really sucks. But we were, you, me, everybody. All right, let's move on. We got to talk about other people that are trying to control the world, lie to the pu- lie to the public, and kill off massive amounts of people. And that is Dr. Burks. Those of you who have been following live from America for the last two years, my backyard rants all the way till now, know how I feel about Dr. Burks. The same way I feel about Tony Gain of Function, Rat Face Fauci, scumbags to the highest level, need to be hung in public square so that everybody in the world sees what they've done to us, folks. Dr. Burks has a new book out. Of course she does. But did you know in that book, it is revealed and she admits to revising and hiding, and I'll put that in capital letters, hiding information from Trump's COVID team while altering CDC guidelines without approval. This is how much of a loser Dr. Burks has always been. I couldn't stand her when she was side-by-side with Dr. Fauci, and I can't stand her now. Dr. Burks, the woman who dressed up like a sweet old lady from church and placed herself in uh, in front of the American people during the COVID outbreak and pandemic, by her own admission, was treacherous, treasonous, and deceiving. Dr. Birx pushed her anti-American shutdowns and her historic restrictions. Remember, we gotta mitigate, we gotta mitigate, we gotta mitigate, we gotta mitigate. As long as it's not Tony the Ratface faced Fauci telling us to us, everybody agreed. We gotta mitigate, we gotta mitigate. Mitigate what, the flu? Those same policies were later found to be massively ineffective in treating the spread of the disease. Hundreds of thousands of individuals died from the virus during her watch. And millions of children are now completely screwed up for life because of all the lockdowns they had to endure. By the way, my brother has COVID right now. Guess what he is? Vaccinated and boosted. Tried to tell him. But his job made him do it. He wouldn't have been able to keep his job, so what? guess what? He caved. Got the vaccine. Got the boosters. Guess what? Has COVID. How's that working out for you, bro? I love my brother. I'm not here to down him or anything like that. But I'd say the same thing to any one of you. This is my own flesh and blood, my own brother. Can't go to work right now. Same company who told him he had to get vaccinated or else he couldn't have a job. Couldn't afford to lose his job. Makes almost six figures a year. Guess what? How's COVID? How's that working out for you, bro? This whole thing was a scam. Now, Dr. Birch's new book. She finally admitted that she knew COVID came from China. Rather than investigating Dr. Fauci's actions and providing millions in U.S. taxpayer dollars to facilitate uh, to facilities, excuse me, in China that led to the COVID-19 epidemic, or publicly recognizing that China was the culprit, this was kept secret by Dr. Birx on purpose, and she admits it in her book. America's freedoms were forgotten as Dr. Birx manipulated to get her way. Multiple sources over the weekend dug into Dr. Birx's new book, and some common themes were uncovered. A person that many of the White House in the White House had met, uh, and many around the country had come to see as an obvious fanatic and fake person whose influence wrecked the liberties and the health of an entire country. Reading her book is a very painful experience. All credit to Michael Singer's review. Simply because it seems to be weaving fables on page after page, strewn with lies, completely lacking in self-awareness, punctuated by revealing comments that make the opposite point of what she is seeking. Reading it is a truly surreal experience, astonishing especially because she is able to maintain her delusionary pose for 525 excruciatingly painful pages. Recall that it was she who was tasked by Tony Fauci with doing the really crucial thing of, t- of talking Donald Trump into greenlighting the lockdowns that began on March 20th, 2020, or 2020, and continued their final hardcore deployment on March 16th. Remember 15 days to flatten the curve, she said? The whole world fell in love with her because she was a sweet old lady from church. Not me. Her book admits that it was a two-level lie from the beginning. Quote, We had to make these palatable to the administration by avoiding the obvious appearance of full Italian lockdowns, she writes. That right there explains treason. At the same time, we needed the measures to be effective at slowing the spread, which meant matching as closely as possible to what Italy had done. If you remember by that time, Italy had locked everybody down like Hong Kong. A tall order, she said. We were playing a game of chess in which the success of each move was predicated on that one of before. Now, she's not talking about the success in slowing down COVID. She knew it was BS from the very beginning. The success in showing that we could control and lock down a nation is exactly what that scumbag was talking about. Further, quote, at this point, I wasn't about to use the words lockdown or shutdown, even though that's exactly what she was trying to get Trump to do because she didn't want to use the words. If I had uttered either of those in early March, after being at the White House only one week, the political, non-medical members of the task force would have dismissed me as too alarmist, too dooms and gloom, too doom and gloom, too reliant on feelings and not facts. That would have uh, have campaigned to lock me down and shut me up. So what did you just say? You just said that in order to take people's freedoms, ignore the Constitution, let a fake pandemic a fake pandemic that was a complete lie, override the Constitution, which nothing can do. You lied to President Trump. You, you, you did not use the exact words and the, va- and the exact verbiage that needed to be used so that you could get your way and implement the plans of Tony Fauci through you as a proxy scum scumbag numbskull and to President Donald J. Trump in order to go along with what Dr. Fauci wanted the entire time. In other words, she wanted to go full CCP, all on you Americans, just like Italy, but didn't want to actually say it. Crucially, she knew for sure that two weeks was not the real plan. Quote, I left the rest unstated, that it was just a starting point. So she told you, the American people, that it was only going to be two weeks to flatten the curve when she knew darn well it was going to be two years so we could steal an election. Quote, No sooner had we convinced the Trump administration to implement our version of a two-week shutdown than I was trying to figure out how to extend it, she admitted, in her book, to you, the American public. Now, the only reason anybody wants to read this catastrophe is because to find out how much she lied and how much she should be in jail, she says, no sooner than we implemented it than I was already talking about how to extend it. 15 days to slow the spread was a start, she said, but I knew it would be just that. I didn't have the numbers in front of me yet to make the case for extending it longer, but I had two weeks to get them. So she knew that in two weeks to flatten the curve, she would start getting you used to it, and then she'd come up with another cockamamie idea coming down from Tony the gain-of-function rat-faced loser Fauci to her so she could get it to Trump. However, hard it had, hard it had been to get the 15 days, de- as hard as it was to get the 15-day shutdown approved, getting another would be even more difficult by many orders of magnitude, and in the meantime, I waited for the blowback for someone from the economic team to call me on the principals, uh, call me into the principal's office or confront me on the task. None of this happened. That is why I got mad at Trump. Everybody wants to know why I got mad at Trump when I said he should have got rid of these two losers from the very beginning, but I understood he was between a rock and a hard place. That is why I got mad at Trump right there. And I think my anger at Trump was righteous anger. Now, I'm not holding it against Trump. I get it. He was way out of his league with this one. He was. He was an outsider who came in and fixed the country the way he knew how to fix the country. He was rough. He was tough. He got, he got uh, nominated for Nobel Peace, Peace Prizes because of his toughness. But Trump was way out of his league here because he had the entire global community and the entire scientific community and the entire epidemic epi- pandemic community. So I couldn't say the other word because I'm starting to get mad. What was he supposed to do? I get it. But after that two weeks, he should have known right there what was going on. And I think he did. But I think he felt that he was going to ruin his chances of being reelected if he, if he got rid of them. I really do. And he ended up getting it stolen from him to begin with. He should have gotten rid of these people after they said, okay, we got to give it further. Now, I know he was giving bad info. I get it. I get it. But that is why I said President Trump relied too much on his inner circle that were all scumbags, all rhinos, all treasonous pieces of crap, and none of them should be involved with President Trump going forward, not even Mark Meadows. And then he went on to promote the jab. No. No, 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 and no again. That is why I was mad at President Trump. Right there. That, that last line that I just read you. I waited for the blowback. For someone from the economic team to call me into the principal's office or confront me at the task force meeting, and none of this happened. That is why I got mad. None of it happened. So Dr. Burks needs to be arrested, Dr. Burks need needs to be tried. Dr. Birx need to be, needs to be hung in the public spa- square, just like Tony the rat-faced Fauci, for her crimes against this country. Now, LaCille says he didn't do everything they wanted to do. I get it. I'm not, I don't hold a grudge against President Trump, and I'm 1,000% MAGA. Give it to me straight. Says, think deeper, Jeremy. You're missing the point. I'm not, though. I know where you're going with that. I know where you're going with that. Expose, right? Expose and find out everything that we're finding out now. But guess what? We could have found out everything that we're finding out right now. We could have exposed everything that we're exposing right now had we put those two in a box where they belonged a long time ago. But again, I'm not mad at Trump anymore. This is why I was mad then and a lot of people got mad at me a lot of people got mad at me because i was mad at trump that's why i was mad congratulations we just hit a thousand rumbles let's get to 1500 now we're almost done but i got great news to end the show i got great news don't go anywhere all good stuff and we're gonna start with one of your favorite segments of the day and that is rhino hunting ladies and gentlemen do you got your rhino permits you got your lock you, you, you locked and loaded with your shells where's my rhino hat Where's my rhino hat? Let's get it on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go rhino hunting.
0: I'll
1: make you famous. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going rhino hunting here on Live from America Today, and this is my favorite segment. And today's rhino is going to be none other than Megan the Muffin Top McCain. She's out there running her mouth. She's actually been triggered quite a bit, quite a bit by the feud between her and Carrie Lake. Now, Carrie Lake, as you know, has got a double-digit lead against her opponent. By the way, she ex- exposed a bunch of bad stuff that this opponent was doing. Hopefully, we'll talk about that later on tonight's show. Long story short, she uh, she's taking rhinos to task. She's exposing rhinos. And courageously, courageously going at them at 100 miles an hour, regardless of the arrows that they're sending her way. Carrie Lake is a hero. I don't care what anybody says. And this is how you know that Carrie Lake is a MAGA candidate. Because when the rhinos out there get so triggered, when the snowflake rhinos out there have meltdowns, and they can't stop running off, bumping their gums on social media, you know that you've got the right candidate, folks. You know you've got the right candidate. And what am I talking about? Well, Meghan McCain has... I told you last week that she was calling Carrie Lake the B word, this, that, and the other, and she got so mad she just couldn't stop. She just kept going, and she put this out. She says, uh, <clears throat> so Carrie Lake put out a, uh, on Thursday, Trump endorsed Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers, trolled um, Meghan McCain in a response to her random attack on Carrie Lake. Lake responded to Rogers' tweet saying, I'd hate to hurt Meg's feeling. Somebody called me MAGA queen. Okay. And then Megan, Megan McCain, this is, this is reality TV show. This is funny. Megan McCain then um, replies to those tweets and says, you hags deserve each other. And then Carrie comes back and says, first, you call me the B word. And now you're calling me a hag. You're really doing wonders for your family's image, Meg. Poor Meg, too terribly sad because her book launch was a was such a fail. Boost her broken ego by by <laughs> by being one of the very few to buy it, and literally Carrie Lake markets and advertises for her book. Check this out. Look at this. She says, boost her broken ego by buying one of her very few, <laughs> being one of the very few to buy her book, and then she put bad Republican. So Carrie Lake literally advertises for her. To buy her book. That's how much of a boss you know that Carrie Lake is. And after, after losing it again and finally writing this, I have had it in capital letters. Megan McCain continued her rage. She says, I will call you anything, you, anything uh, you want or I want. Keep talking about my dead father, you lunatic. And then she put, I've had it in capital letters. Check this out. Look at this. <laughs> Woo! I love it. I love it. This is what America wants in a governor, someone fighting with a former beloved senator's family member on social media for clicks. This state has real problems. That's that's Megan McCain going back to Carrie Lake. It's so funny. And then after Carrie Lake did not respond to her, she comes back and says, "Also, this is like a couple days later, also, <laughs> you invoke my dead father for clicks and QAnon clout. You maxed out to Obama twice and are a fake snake oil salesman acting out a role. No conservative on the planet would be dumb enough to believe you're authentic at all. Fake Lake, she said. And then, she, and then Carrie Lake didn't respond to her. And then she comes back again. This is how you know the meltdown is real. Yeah, and I'll do it again. You absolute sideshow freak. You want to keep going? So she's trying to bait Carrie Lake. Days later, by the way. And then I love Carrie Lake's. Res- let's uh, let's pull up that uh, Carrie Lake uh, response on OAN. This is why I love her. I can't I I can't say enough great things about Carrie. And uh, she's proving that she's not a rhino. Hold on, let me take my rhino hat off here so I can hear what's going on. Check this out, uh, Carrie Lake. There it is. Okay, here we go.
2: <clears throat> she's irrelevant, and she's part of that establishment swamp section of the r- Republican Party. And they know their days are numbered. They know it's over. And like a rabid dog who's been cornered, <laughs> she's thrashing around and trying to throw a fit. It's very much like what she has always done. Bottom line is Megan McCain, you know, she couldn't even sell 300 copies of her book. Nobody's interested. She's irrelevant and she's part of that establishment swamp section of the re- Republican Party. And they know their days are numbered. They know it's over. And like a rabid dog who's been cornered, she's thrashing around and trying to throw a fit. It's very much like what she has always done. Bottom line is Megan McCain, you know, she couldn't even sell
1: 300 right, well, copies of her it's book. Just Nobody's over interested. And over again. But why I like it, why I'm showing that and why I like that is because when you expose these rhinos and then they have the meltdown like they're having, you know, you're winning and, and that's all the proof you need to vote for her. You don't need to listen to people, rhinos on other platforms going, well, she did this and she did this and she was at a drag cream party and she liked Obama and she did this. Oh, well, oh, well, keep talking. You keep talking. Losers focus on winners while winners focus on winning. Somebody needs to remake that song, The Final Countdown with The Final Meltdown. The final meltdown. (laughs) Anyway, because Carrie Lake is doing such an amazing job at exposing all these losers, we got to go ahead and give Carrie the Smarty Award of the day here on Live from America. Click it, baby. Smarty Award of the Day, live from America. Carrie Lake. All right. Now the moment of the show that you've all been waiting for. We're going to make a phone call. So if you left now, if you left before this part of the show, then you do not get to see us make a phone call to the Pottsboro Police Department in Texas for their scumbaggery. That's a new word. I just made it up. Their scumbaggery. Okay? We're going to call the Pottsboro Police Department, but I'm going to tell you why first. A video of a Pottsboro police officer removing an... F Joe Biden flag from a man's property while he wasn't home has now gone viral. Michael Prather, a resident of Pottsboro, Texas, uploaded a video of the incident on his TikTok account in which the officer can be seen pulling the FJB flag down. Quote, Pottsboro Police Department coming to my house, taking down my flag while my family and I are gone, Mr. Pray the road on TikTok. I'm tired of this. Pottsboro PD only wants to do things to a few, but not to others. I need help. Now, he actually put a video of this. Do we have this video? He ha- he actually put a video of this because um, he, uh, he had a door cam. Now, watch this. And again, folks, this is against First Amendment and everything else. Oh, I'd be mad. How mad? Oh, let me spell it out for you. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I would be so mad if I had a camera that caught some police doing that. He says, I have PTSD. I have depression and everything. He says. He goes, the mayor of this... It's, it, he said it's the mayor of Pottsboro. They don't like profanity. And I get it. I get it. I get it, right? But it is his home. It is his castle. It is his First Amendment right to put whatever he wants on his door. And the police department is saying that they're going to charge him with a misdemeanor charge of disrupting the peace. Public disruption of peace or whatever. Or whatever they're. I think they. it's not uh, disorder. That's what it is. Disorder conduct charge. They're going to charge him with a a disorder conduct charge if he puts it back up again. So, ladies and gentlemen, I figured why not call him? Why not call him? I have the number. Everybody got their phones? Everybody got their uh, fingers ready to type this phone number in? Okay, we need some help here. Non-emergency. 903-786. Oops, that's 768. Come on dyslexic. 5202. 9037865202. Again, 9037865202. Let's call the par- the police department and find out and see if we can get uh see if we can get any word from them as to why this is happening. Might be hard to hear. Hotsboro Police Station, if this is an emergency, please hang up and dial 911. For the officer on duty, please press 1. For the building inspector, please press 2. For code enforcement and building inspector, please press 3. For the lieutenant, please press 4. The chief of police, please press 5. Press 5, chief of police, not the officer on duty. Sean Nix, City of Potsboro's Chief of Police. At the tone, please leave a detailed message, including name and contact number, and Sean will call you back as soon as possible. Please speak clearly and repeat your telephone number two times. Thank you for calling, and have a great day. Hello, my name is Jeremy Harrell. I'm a host of a show called Live from America on Real America's Voice News. We're actually calling to get a statement by the Chief of Police on a recent incident, uh, that has a video going viral of a Pottsboro police officer uh, trespassing on a man's property and uh, seeming to take down his flag uh, because it had an obscenity on it. Uh, now, while this does vi- violate the fir- his First Amendment right, we would like to get your statement on it. Uh, you are live on the air, so I'm not going to give my phone number. However, I will give my email, and I would love to hear from you. It is Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, at Jeremy Harrell, that is H-E-R-R-E-L-L, Jeremy at JeremyHerald.com. Please uh, send me a, uh, an email on where we can uh, have some, a phone call or a, number, a proper number for me to call back, and uh, we can hopefully get you on the air to uh, give a statement as to why your police officers are um, violating people's rights. We appreciate your time. God bless you. Thank you. Have a good day. So you know how it is, folks. I always wish that I could get somebody live. I didn't want to get the officer on duty, although, you know, it could have been him. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but we do want to get people statements, and you should call, too. You should call and inundate their voice message machine or whatever with a voicemail and say, call me, call me, call me, call me, call me. Sean Nix is his name. Thank you very much, Becky. Sean Nitz. Now we got two more quick stories here, folks. Title 9 we've been talking about it. I even showed you. How to voice your opinion on how to stop Title IX, which is uh, transgenders playing in girls' sports and transgenders going into girls' bathrooms. Well, folks, Friday, a judge blocked Biden's LGBTQ guidance in Title IX that allows transgenders in girls' sports um, and girls' bathrooms. A Trump-appointed judge in Tennessee temporarily blocked Biden's woke policy on Friday including transgender workers and students to use gender-appropriate bathrooms and participate in sports teams. U.S. Just District Judge Charles Achley Jr., that is A-T-C-H-L-E-Y, Charles Atchley Jr., ruled in favor of the 20 state attorneys general who sued the Biden administration saying the directives infringe on states' freedoms to establish laws governing transgenders in bathrooms. The lawsuit... Was filed in U.S. District Court in Knoxville by Tennessee Attorney General Herbert Slatery late August. We talked uh, uh, talked about that. Was joined by Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, and West Virginia. In the ruling, Judge Ashley prohibited the federal agency from enforcing the orders issued by the Biden regime regarding the treatment of LGBTQ people. Ladies and gentlemen, can we get an amen? Finally, finally another big win by a Trump-appointed judge. And this is the kind of stuff that we need to keep our foot on the gas. Also, to, sh- to end the show, another great uh, story. Another state Republican party is set to reject the 2020 election results, meaning that in there, officially, the state Republican Party does not see Joe Biden as a legitimate officer and a legitimate president. Idaho, the Idaho Republican Party, if you live in Idaho, you should feel proud. The Idaho Republican Party will consider 31 resolutions as its three-day convention starting Thursday, Uh, including one already adopted Texas Republicans, that Joe Biden is not the legitimate leader of the country. Now, we saw Maricopa Republicans do this in Arizona. We saw the Texas Republican Party do this. And now, folks, the second state, the Idaho Republican Party, the Idaho resolution in the deeply conservative state that Donald Trump won with 64% of the vote is nearly identical to the Texas resolution that was passed last month stating we reject certified results of the 2020 presidential election and we hold that acting president joseph robinette biden was not i repeat not legitimately elected by the people of the united states the more this happens the better we are uh, to go into 2022 and 2024. Mike Lindell is fighting very, very hard to make sure that each state continues to do this. And hopefully we can have Mike Lindell later on this week to talk about it, folks. This is big, big news. And we need to keep our foot on the gas. This lets you know that as a state, we do not recognize Joe Biden as the president, at least as the state's party, which overwhelmingly voted for president Donald J. Trump. So big news, folks, coming out of Idaho, and we got to continue to make sure that we keep our foot on the gas, as well as this website that I showed you guys last week, Federal Register, um, a government website where you can go and let your voice be heard about Title IX. You have about 56 days left to do this. Do not let this go by the wayside. Voices heard, voices heard, okay? And now, ladies and gentlemen, before we go, I do have to give Gold Co. some love. Gold Co. has been a great sponsor for us here on Live from America. We're going to bring on another sponsor as well that that I'll talk about later tonight. But Gold Co. has done a good job here, and I want to say thank you to them. I want to say thank you for filling in the gaps while other people could not donate in this Joe Biden economy. Gold Co. has been helping, and all they ask for in return is at least to check them out. Just check them out. You don't got to be rich, but if you have any kind of retirement or savings at all, you might want to secure that a little bit more with some precious gold or precious silver. So call 855-559-3433 or go to goldcode.com slash live, and they'll know that Jeremy Harrell sent you here. Folks, as we go out tonight I want, or today, I want to show you something very great that our, uh, that our um, producer made here because as we gear up for Live From America TV He wanted to start promoting it. Check this out. (laughs) September... This year, live from America TV, LFA TV network, ladies and gentlemen, lights, camera, coffee will be in full effect, and you'll have to go no other place but right here every single day for all your truth, all your gospel, all your news. It is a great thing that we're getting into. Thank you to our producer for creating that beautiful, beautiful uh, advertisement, and we're going to keep pushing forward with stuff like that as we get closer to September. Folks, remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, and keep. Spreading that gospel, ladies and gentlemen. You are a child of God. No weapon formed against you will ever prosper. All right, so go to jeremyherald.com, help out in any way you can, and uh, sign up for the newsletter. Sign up for the Bibles, folks. The newsletter, we, we can have more people in there. So re sign up if you've not been able to get them, and we'll make sure we get, uh, get that back out to you. God bless you guys. I love you, and I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more live from America. God bless. Peace.
0: That was-